welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Again, we are at this hopping ass party right now in the Beverly Hills, the black Beverly Hills actually, Prince George's County. Today we have a special, special guest for you folks. This young lady, I've known her for nine years. Actually, I hired her to come on staff where we work to work and whatnot. And uh, one of the best co-workers I've ever had, very smart, young lady. She has her thing going on right now, and we brought her on. Candice, how you doing? Hi, Aaron. Thank you for having me today. All right, all right, all right. And um, how you been? I mean, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? I know. It's been a minute. Um, life is great. Life is great. I've been working, and I just recently started a YouTube channel called Candy Entertain. And that's why we have you here today. Yes. That's why we have you here. Thank and you. Tell, tell, the, tell the listeners a little bit about... Um, let's start from the beginning. Okay. How'd you get involved into food like what made you like food so when i was i come from a cooking family by the way so when i was 19 i decided to move to california to los angeles and before i moved i said i want to be able to eat great food on my own home cooked so i took my mom's cookbook and made copies of all her recipes that i love and i moved and I started cooking. So we actually, it's funny you said that. We So you moved to California. Yes. So it's California. We just did a whole season about California and people moving and coming out there. And all right. I mean, this all ties in with all the stories of the podcast I've been. Yes. What made, what, let's, what made you move to California? You know, I was young, stars in my eyes. I really wanted a change of scenery. I wanted to move before I got tied down with a husband, kids, career. I wanted to just see a different part of the United States. You know, born and raised in Maryland my whole life. And I feel like that exposure is so important. Get away from your parents. Experience life on your own. You know. So your thoughts about California, did you love it out there? Oh, and how many years were you out there for? You know what? I was out there for almost four years, three and a half. I loved it. I love the scenery, the vibe. It's really chill, laid back. However, for me, I miss my family a lot. And being so far away was difficult. And thinking the long term of like settling down, I didn't want to be that far away from my parents, my aunts, uncles, cousins, because family is everything to me. So ultimately, that's why I moved back to Maryland to be closer to my family. Now, I know you said earlier that you took your mom's cookbooks yes. out to California. Mm-hmm. When you went out there, that's a whole different vibe of food out there. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of avocado, a lot of more healthier egg whites, a lot more healthier eating out there. Right. How did that transition from the East Coast to the West Coast? of your? Because I know it's a different type of food. Yeah. It's out there. What was your... What do you thought? What were your thoughts on that? As far it's, as it's different types of foods, it helped open my eyes to new things. I love trying different foods. It's a lot of lighter, healthier options, which is great, especially in LA. Everyone's so health conscious, body conscious. You know, they're trying to be models, actors, singers, whatever. So people are just really health conscious. However, they still like to eat good. Okay, so so you went out there. I'm gonna let you take your tell your story about. Oh yeah. California, you got the cookbook. 
You're in the cooking. Go ahead. Yeah. So I got the cookbook. And when I really started cooking, you know, it gets expensive flying across the states, especially around the holidays. So when I had to spend my first Thanksgiving away, I had to learn how to cook. So I was calling my grandma like, Grandma, how do I make your sweet potatoes? How do I make your sweet potato pie? And you know, old people don't measure. They don't measure anything. Well, I've heard that they let the Holy Ghost tell me. <laughs> That's what I've heard. So she would tell me the ingredients, but I wouldn't know how much of what. Most grandmas don't know. They don't have measurements. It's like, None. I think it's a pinch of his, a pinch of that, and they yeah. keep it <laughs> And I'm like, Grandma, how much sugar? Like, so... Through trial and error, I had to learn on my own. And I started to watch a lot of Food Network as well. And I would just almost study when a show would be on, especially around the holidays. They all make the same stuff. You know, Thanksgiving, we're making sweet potatoes and mac and cheese. Everyone has their own little version. You don't put raisins in your uh, potatoes? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) My family would kill me. (laughs) Literally. Do Do you put marshmallows on your sweet potatoes? Um, my grandmother does not. Okay. However, I've had them both ways and I do like them. I think it depends on what you're making. Like if you're making a sweet potato casserole, I think it's okay to have that little bit on top for that nice char and a little texture difference. But it just depends on what you like and maybe what your family does. And I think as People in general need to open their mind to try new things. Like, it's okay if you've never had it that way, but just try it. You never know. You might like it. All right. I'm sorry to jump it in, but go ahead. I'll go ahead. Oh. I'm going your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I moved back home, and um, I started to do these on IG stories. I would film videos of step-by-step of what I was making for dinner. And one day I went to work, and one of my coworkers said, you know, Candace, you should start a YouTube channel. And I was like, really? You think so? She's like, your your videos are really awesome that you make on IG. And I was like, I kind of brushed it off. And fast forward now, three years later, I actually, it was really heavy on my heart. And more people kind of started to encourage me. They wanted to learn how to cook and make certain dishes. And I was like, I'm really going to start this thing. So it's called Candy Entertains. The videos are short and sweet. I teach you how to make simple homemade dishes that are easy and delicious. So um, tell us, I mean, right now she made this wonderful drink for, uh, for the pod. Uh, tell me about this drink and uh, tell the audience about this drink and uh, let them know what's, what it's all about. So this particular cocktail I made for Aaron, it's my bourbon cucumber lemonade. It has fresh lemonade bourbon of course and then we actually blend a cucumber and ginger and we strain it just to get the essence of the juice and the cucumbers very refreshing especially on a hot summer day like today and i'm gonna tell y'all right now if i wasn't driving i'd probably have a whole gallon it's okay <laughs> it's delicious it's very refreshing and i'm not a bourbon guy but this is very refreshing, I would say. Yes, and I want to let people know, if you want to make a mocktail version, just leave out the bourbon. And it's delicious with the lemonade and the cucumber ginger juice. So explain to me the process of getting started up your YouTube series. Oh my goodness, it people, was I think a listeners, process. I think a lot of people think they can be Joe Millionaire after one episode. And I want you to give the people the process of what you went through 
to get to where you are right now? And you're still yes. working on it probably. Oh, every day it's a hustle. So the first thing I had to do was find a videographer to film me. That's money. And that wasn't going to knock me off my feet. You know, I'm just starting out. I have a full-time job. This is just, I like to call it my passion project. Something I love to do that I do in my spare time. So first a videographer that I could afford. Then I had to figure out what exactly is it that I want to do and who, what kind of audience do I want to target? You know, because sometimes you can doubt yourself and I had to let myself know, just stay in your lane, do you? You know, you're a great cook. I love to host and entertain parties. People love to come over here. We have a good time. And I just wanted to share because sharing is caring. <laughs> I like to share with the world, you know, good recipes. I got tired of going places and having bland food. You know, pasta salad shouldn't be bland. Let me just show the world how to make it taste great. So how's it, what is your recipe for pasta salad? Do you have that? Off yeah, top of your head? well, yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I can or make it in my sleep. Or is it, is it on the YouTube station? It's on the YouTube. So you know what? I'm not going to tell everybody that. I'd rather yeah. for them to uh, figure that out. So if you'd like my world-famous pasta salad, go to Candy Entertains on YouTube. It's Candy with an I, by the way, C-A-N-D-I, and then Entertains. And you will find my channel. So far, my first recipe was Asian grilled lamb chops. That, I saw that. That, that video's was, almost at a thousand views. That's a beautiful thing. So I'm really excited about that. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. And my second was the pasta salad, which is doing really well because it's, it's seasonal. You know, it's pasta salad season. So my plan is to put out recipes with the time of year. So when it comes to fall, we'll get into those slow-cooked turkey chilies with the skillet cornbread. You know, the red wine braised. Ribs, short ribs. I'm hungry right now. You know, I know you're you've had enough. my gumbo too. Legit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's legit, folks. So, you know, the chicken and sausage gumbos. We're going to do mac and cheese one on one. I'm sold. <laughs> so, I'm come sold. around Thanksgiving time, you know, because sometimes people don't know. And I just want to share with the world. How to, how to host a party or how to make your guests feel special. You know, you not only want your food to taste good, you want it to look good too. And the presentation part is just as important. So going back a little bit. Okay. You were saying you had to find a videographer. Yes. And you were talking about that process. So let's walk, walk through the process. So, walk okay. so you found a videographer. Yes. How hard was that? Just so, I just want people to understand how hard this is. It was is. hard. I talked to three different people and I ended up going with the, the third guy that I talked to. He was, he was a coworker of mine and he's so sweet. He does photography for music artists. So he gets um, press passes at festivals, up close and personal, personal, he's young, a hustler, and his name is Matt Torres, by the way. If you're looking for a videographer or a photographer, he's awesome. And when we film, we actually film three different videos each time we get together. This isn't just, oh, let's film this one thing. You know, you have to build up content for people because I'm noticing the more often I post the more followers I get, I think people take me serious. Like, oh, she's really serious. Let me follow. You know, so that was definitely tough. So we we film 
then he'll edit. He'll send me the edits. And then from there, we'll go and post. So the hardest part for me with this YouTube world is getting people to actually subscribe to the channel and not just like my pay Facebook page or like my Instagram post, but actually go watch the video and hit subscribe. That, that's so you know what I to go a little bit on, on the podcast side, right. on my side. Of course. I always tell people on IG and Facebook, subscribe. Right. The reason why you subscribe is because it'll automatically download the pod for you. Yes. And that's what they count. Okay. That's what they that's what they count. Right. You just hit and listen to it doesn't I mean it does help download it, but this takes all the brain work out of it. If yeah. you subscribe, it automatically pops up. Yes. And I don't know if YouTube does it pop up on your phone. Yeah. Does it say that there's a new podcast there's a new there's a new show coming out? Yeah, so if you hit subscribe and then it's an extra step, you hit up for reminders. You don't have to do that, but that will help let you know when I post a new video. Because I have people that subscribe and they're like, when you put out more content? And I'm like, you didn't see I did last week. And they're like, oh, I'm like, set up the reminders so you get the alert as well. Now, um, do you have a certain day that you always post? Is it sporadic or have you figured out a rhyme or reason how you want to do this? It's a, right now it's a little sporadic but my last two videos I posted on a Friday and we like to do either Thursday or Friday going into the weekend so people can maybe make their grocery list and say oh wow I want to try that you know so I definitely try to post towards the end of the week because you know, that's, that's interesting like I, I that, that that makes sense to me because yes. you go grocery shopping on most people go major grocery shopping on Sunday. Yes, and they're like, "Oh, I saw this video," mm-hmm. and this, that's a beautiful thing because on my podcast, I put them out every Monday. Yes, and to the reason start what, your week. Out. Yes, and that's how I'll tell people, you know, what you're going to work, you got something to listen to. You go on the subway, you got right. something to listen to. To start the weekend, I'm finding more and more people are looking forward to that Monday. Yeah, and the one Monday I didn't take, put it out. People are asking questions. And that's awesome because that means they're listening. So what has been the hardest thing that you've come across with this this whole process? Like what would be the most difficult thing besides a videographer, but like just getting everything produced to getting the food? Like, I mean, the hardest part, I mean, I love cooking. I would say the hardest part is maybe taking something that takes me 30 minutes, maybe even 45 to prepare down to five minutes because people have short attention spans even i do so i try to keep all my cooking videos no longer than five minutes even maybe four minutes you know so there's a lot of prep work that goes beforehand you know i try to have everything ready so you're just really kind of seeing me put the meal together or the dish together. Now, do you have a website besides the YouTube page, or are you working on that? I'm working on a website. Okay. I'm coming down the pipe, I'm working on my first cookbook. Nice, yeah. nice, so, nice. So, um, you know, I'm just hoping to get the for doors to open, you know, maybe do some cooking segments on morning shows, news shows, you know, where, wherever this leads me, I'm, I'm all open to new opportunities. But, you know, it's a lot of fun for me. I'm going to have guests as well. Nice, nice, nice. Which I'm excited about. So there'll be guests on the show cooking with me. There may be um, signature dishes. So it's a lot, a lot of fun coming down the pipe. So right now you're dropping them on Thursdays and Fridays, folks. Yes. Thursdays and Fridays. 
And I remember looking at the lamb chop recipe. Oh, yeah. And I love lamb chops. Yes. Amazing. Where did that come? Where did the idea come from? Where do you get number of your ideas from? So that inspiration actually came from my favorite bar well, restaurant called Grace's. You've okay. been there with me back in the day. A couple times. A couple times. <laughs> so they actually have a grilled lamb chop on their appetizer menu. I need to go back. And <laughs> I love their lamb chop. And I was like, how can I make this at home? And that's when the wheels started turning on getting that marinade together. You know, I always tasted a little soy, a little ginger, a little bit of spice. And so usually I get inspired by going out to a restaurant and then I might try to say, how can I recreate this at home with my own twist? You know what I love about hearing about this is because people, I went, I was just about, about cooking. Whenever I cook anything, yeah. now, I always go to YouTube. Yes. And people won't admit it, but they do. They definitely do. If you want to learn how to change a wall socket, you go to YouTube. If you want to learn how to cook filet mignon, you go to YouTube. Yes. Because you want to know the information because it's there. Yes. You don't have to go to a cookbook. You know right. I mean? And I like what you're saying because I wash it and I, I will tell you, I'm intimidated to cook lamb chops. Because it's an expensive cut of meat. Right. I had never cooked it before until I wanted to learn how to make this for the show because I want to put out video things that people don't always cook. You might want to cook it. We all love lamb chops. Right. It's delicious when we get it out. But people rarely make them at home because they might be intimidated. Like, I don't want to overcook it. It's expensive. I don't want to mess it up. You know, but this recipe is guaranteed delicious and very impressive. Now, what do you see yourself um, as far as what days do you tape at your, uh, what do you tape at your house? Do you tape a location? I have a location that I film. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, because I have a three-year-old. I want to be completely focused when I film. So we ha we I have location and I always film on Saturdays. Right now, once a month, every once a month on a Saturday. So it's interesting. I like what you said about you do several tapings in one setting. Yeah, you have and to. A lot of people do podcasts weekly and I don't do that a lot. I try not to. Right. I try to load the podcast. I try to record as much as I can. Yeah. Record, 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 record. Because you don't know when you have time to do things. Right. You can always go back and go on the catalog. For right exactly. now, I have like 15 episodes I haven't even touched. I remember you told me that. And same with me. So far, I've filmed about 15 episodes, but I've only released maybe five videos. You know, so I love to build that content. And then me and my videographer, he'll say, well, what do you want to do next? And depending on my mood. Oh, I'll tell you what I have coming down the pike. Okay, please. Um, Let me do it. Go ahead. We have go ahead. coming up some grilled beer, beer can chicken with roasted potatoes. Okay. I'll have a watermelon feta salad, honey buffalo cauliflower bites for my vegetarian lovers out there. There's a lot of people that are vegetarian. Actually, yes. they're not they're eating meat one time a week. So that's, right. a, that's a good option for vegetarians. Yes. I have a lot of vegetarian friends. They're like, yo, we need, we need something. And I'm like, I'm working on it. It's coming because I want it to, to be awesome when I put it out. So we have a quiche Lorraine. A lot of people mm. like quiche. You know, we love us some yes, good quiche. quiche. Good quiche. Yeah, quiche, uh, a rosé all day sangria. So uh -oh. we have some fun <laughs> things coming Can I up. be a special guest for that one? You sure can. <laughs> rosé all day. <laughs> rosé all day. And 
you do you just come up with these things? Do you brainstorm for a team of people? Is it just you or it's, how do you go up? It's just me. I brainstorm depending on the time of year. You know, right now is summer. That's why I'm like, what can I make on the grill that's easy? And that's how I came up with beer can chicken. You literally you oil it, <coughs> season it up, plop it on the beer, and let it smoke indirect. I'm excited to see that see that because um I have a smoker and I'm, I'm wait, can't excited to see this right. whole episode of that. Yeah, and it's a whole chicken which can feed a family, you know. And that's the other thing too. People are on budgets, and it gets expensive eating out. And people, you know, if you know how to cook or if you get have a recipe you can follow, people will cook more often. Now I have an audience uh, that's all over the U.S. Yes, and international. What do you say to the people who live in cities like D.C., New York? I don't have time. Is there anything that I could do to make a quick dish that you could accommodate with them? Just curious. Like any dishes you're thinking or... You have time to cook. I would say you have to prep. I'm old school. I make a list. People laugh at me when they see me with my paper in the grocery store because I don't want to forget anything. So make a list, even on a Friday, figure out what you want to make for the next week. You know, whether you want to meal prep, make salads for the week, but make the list and just on Sunday, cook. It makes it so much easier. That way you at least have some leftovers for the next couple of days to carry you through the week. So make that list and really prep. I always laugh when I have people I know who say, I don't have time to cook and I don't have time for this and that. I always laugh because you have time. Right. And what are like what do you do? Do you do you any breakfast things for <coughs> meal prep for breakfast or anything like that for I like? know right now I'm not a big breakfast person, okay. but I, I will have some I'm working on um content for breakfast. Okay. But um I know people do overnight oats. That's a big like popular thing now. Um I'm gonna work on some smoothie bowls. That's another like popular trend that people are doing. But as far as dinner goes, um, sheet pan meals are really popular where okay. you take your broccoli, your peppers and onions, and maybe some diced chicken breasts, season it up with your favorite seasonings, olive oil, salt, and pepper, pop it on the sheet pan at 425 for about 25 minutes, and that's dinner. I'm over here writing it down right Done. now. Done. Wow. And delicious. Wow. You know, if you want a little, um, a little carb, make some rice with it. You know, and that can be an inexpensive dinner, and you can eat off of it all week. Okay, okay. So, I mean, what would you if you now always ask this question? I yes. Just asked the other guy, Mr. Reg, earlier. Oh. What? I asked him this question. You may not be ready for this. One. Oh boy. And then this is a classic one. Um, if you could tell yourself something when you were younger, and you're looking back at it, what would you what would you tell yourself? Would you like? How would you tell yourself? Would you change anything, or would you be the same? Would you not just hey, you know what? I'm gonna go with the flow. I'm gonna be really honest with this. Okay. I probably would tell my younger self to stay in college because I did one year before I moved to LA. Or I would have told myself when you when you go to LA, enroll in school, like to get my degree, because that's the one thing just on a professional level that sometimes I get insecure about when I'm 
go on a job interview or, you know, just anything. Sometimes I have that insecurity because nowadays everybody, you know, people are getting master's, doctorates, you know, like you want to be able to, I don't never want anything to hold you back in life. So that's what I personally would tell my younger self. That's a beautiful thing. I like the listeners to hear that. And then what do you have to say? For everybody, go ahead. It's your time to shine. Go ahead. So what I have to say, first of all, thank you for letting me on your platform. Oh, I appreciate you taking time on your schedule. We've been trying to do this for three months, folks. We have, and we're busy. Yes, We're grown, busy. grown. We're grown adults. <laughs> we're grown-ass adults. Right. <laughs> so um, just thank you so much. Please follow my YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe. It's Candy, C-A-N-D-I, Entertains on youtube i look forward to you know keeping you entertained and showing you new things giving you ideas on new recipes and meals to cook for yourself your your family you know i'm trying to help people and you as one big thing i'm doing this season is i'm making sure i'm highlighting entrepreneurs out here yes and i want to highlight what people are doing out here because i always feel like you know people always get put on because they know somebody, a friend, or somebody is in a business and whatnot. But I want to put on everybody because this is what I feel like my calling has come to. And that's what life's about to me. We have to help each other. We have to pull each other up. You know, it costs us nothing. Free. It's free. To support one another. It's free. And it's, it's so important. I mean, every time someone shares my new videos, people will subscribe. Right. You know, and it costs nothing to repost and hit share on Facebook. You said it right there. Because even if you're not a cook, you might have followers who like to cook. You said it right there. What you just said. Yeah. It takes one minute. It takes 30 seconds to share. So sharing is caring, people. It really is. (laughs) Do you have anything else to say? Or go ahead. You tell me. Um. No, that's it. I just, I look forward to keeping you all entertained. All right. So this is the first episode. Uh, we're going we're gonna to follow up with uh, Candice and we're going to find out what's going on like probably a couple of months from now. Yes. And see and how things are going and uh, do another podcast, you know, and maybe you might do a live podcast or a videography. Oh, maybe. I would love that. We it, may do a live one, folks. Yes. And it's Candy Entertains on YouTube, IG, and on Facebook and Pinterest. All right, folks. You heard it right there. And I appreciate you coming on again. Yes, I thank really, you for having uh, and me. Having me over your lovely house in the Black Beverly Hills of Prince okay. George's County, thank folks. Thank you for coming. No problem, anytime. <laughs> and um, I still say thank you, and we are out. We're out.